Shalom. Our topic for today is the bracha on falafel balls, meaning when you when you have falafel with uh, with uh, pita, so you make hamotzi, and the and the hamotzi that you make on the on the pita uh, takes care of whatever bracha requirements you have on the on the falafel ball. Um, what I would like to discuss uh, tonight is uh, this particular issue of the bracha over falafel balls as as uh, illustrating. Excuse me, we're flying around here. Uh, as illustrating three of the issues that have to be dealt with whenever you have a shaila about brachos. Number one, you have to determine the reality, which includes, uh, uh, let's say, with regards to foods, what the food is, uh, uh, how it's eaten, what the context is, uh, what what people's behavior is. Uh, number two are the halachic issues that have to be uh, dealt with that are relevant. And number three are the sources, the relevant sources. For this particular issue, I like to focus on the reality. And, uh, and given our, our uh, limited time framework, uh, take this as an example of, of really getting into the topic of, of, of what exactly the reality of the Shaila is. Now, uh, uh, falafel, second, I'm flying around here. Uh, I don't know why this keeps happening. Here we are. Um, falafel is uh, made out of uh, chickpeas. The chickpeas are soaked, then they're ground, spices are added, and they're deep fried. Um, now, there are different types of, of falafel mixtures, meaning... <coughs> If uh, if you're going to make uh, falafel at, at home, so you have two options in front of you. You can buy falafel mix, which will be like like uh, like soup powder, or and it'll have uh, on the ingredients the mixture of all the different things that are in there, and it looks like avkad. Looks like it looks like like a kind of of powder. On the other hand. If you want to make uh, falafel like in a uh, high-class falafel store, or you want to make it in the authentic way, you'll soak your beans and grind them properly, and um, and and get the right spices, and uh, and then and then really deep fry it, not just put it in the oven or something like that. Um, now, the in in what what I found out through this through this Shaila and you know, the, my, the, to share my experience in this particular Shaila is is I saw uh, I saw Rav actually heard it I had a discussion with uh, uh, with a friend he's actually uh, an alumnus of Chappelle's um, of Gershon Hellman and. Uh, he he mentioned this particular topic, and then we had a back and forth about it. So he mentioned the tshuva of Rabbi Sian Abishol about this, and uh, and he said something surprising that that 
that you make Mizonos over falafel. I said, Mizonos over falafel, what's this going on? What's going on? So I started looking into the topic. And then uh, as I looked more into the topic, I realized that they're very, there are different ways that you can make falafel. For instance, um, falafel can have flour added. Why would you add flour to falafel? Because the flour is, is binds things together. The, the gluten in the flour is great for that. And hence, the, the big deal if you can find gluten-free falafel. Now, what do they, how do they make uh, gluten-free falafel? So as far as I know, again, this check it out before if, if people have, uh, have health issues, but uh, instead, of, instead of using flour to bind the falafel, you can use, uh, in, instead of using wheat flour to bind the falafel, you can use hummus flour to, buy the, to bind the falafel. So they have, uh, they, they have, you can take your, your chickpeas, soak them and, and grind them, and you can grind them to different consistencies. So when you go into uh, the, the uh, classic uh, high-class falafel joint here in Israel, so the grounding of the falafel is going to be kind of coarse as opposed to very, very fine. If it's fine, so uh, it's very likely that everything is made out of, of, uh, of powders, a combination of, of uh, hummus powder, garbanzo beans, chickpeas uh, uh, powder, and flour, and spices. And so um, the, the, on the other hand, um, the, if you will, uh, you know, super authentic falafel, uh, you're gonna be able to, 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 to sense some of the, some of the, uh, the chickpea itself. Now, um, let me just show you an example. I'm gonna go for a moment to the, uh, to the refrigerator, uh, I found that we have some falafel mix and, and show you what's on the ingredients. Just a moment. I'm gonna stop sharing for a moment and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, I'll, this is what I've, this is what I've got. And this is what the, uh, what the label says and I'll read the label. The label has hummus, first ingredient, chickpeas, kemach, flour, peure lechem, uh, breadcrumbs, afkatafia, which is uh, baking powder, and then salt and spices. So, uh, and again, for their, from their perspective, you add a cup of water, wait three or four minutes, and uh, they even say you can add an, another uh, a spoonful of, of breadcrumbs. 
then you make your your balls and you you uh, you you uh, cook it in in you deep fry it. So that's uh, that's what falafel mix is that you get in the store that you get uh, that you get you know the kind to to instant make it at home. Um, again, not in the uh, super authentic style. Now, um, let's have a look. Three possibilities for what the bracha could be over uh, falafel. One is shahakol, two is hadama, and three is mazonos. Now, armchair uh, shooting. Shahakol, you say, wait a second, you, 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 see, you see chickpeas here. This doesn't look like chickpeas. Hadama, this is made out of chickpeas. Mizonos, wait a second, there's a bread, there's breadcrumbs here. There's uh, so that those are the uh, shoot from the hip approaches to this bruch. Let's have a look and see what people say. This is Rabban Sian Abashol, and he writes as follows. Sheila, uh, basar, somebody who eats um, uh, meatballs. That have a little bread mixed in. And somebody who eats schnitzel, which is fried with breadcrumbs, we're not going to get deeply into that topic. He mentions it though. If you mix the, the, the bread or the breadcrumbs in order to make sure that the meat will stick together, or so that the schnitzel shouldn't stick to the frying pan, which will happen if you just take the meat itself. Then you would make shahakol. Why? Because it, you're, ba- you're making a bracha over meat. And despite the fact that you have uh, breadcrumbs or flour there, the purpose of the flour is only for for texture the only the purpose is so that things will stick together but if you if you put them in there in order that people will be satiated in other words you're worried let's say you have not so much meat and you want to make sure that uh that you have that your 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 audience your participants in your meal your uh people that you're feeding are going to walk away satiated or you you like the taste of of the of the breadcrumbs or the or the flour uh, then you're going to make mizonot. This is the principle of kol Whenever you have something that is of mizonos, if also along with the mizonos, there's other things, but but the mizonos are there, even if it's not the majority content. But it's there either for taste or for satiation. You would make mizonos. Let's say you have meatballs that are made out of out of meat and and, and uh, rice. Ima basaru rov. Then you go by the majority. If the majority is the meat, you would make mizonos if the majority is is rice. And now he gets to falafel balls. If you added bread, bread, bread crumbs, or 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 uh, or uh, crushed bread, 
uh, or flour to add taste or for satiation. But if you put it there just to stick it together, uh, it's got that glue, that gluten glue. You make the brach of shahakol. Unless you did a coarse grind of the falafel, which was the size of sesame. Then you would make Verov. Now here's what what Rav uh, what Rav Benzina Abishol writes. Verov most of the falafel balls that you're gonna that they sell today, you would make bari minimizonos. Olinian bracha krona, etc. Look at that. Now, um, he said that. Uh, remember, Rav Benzian Abishaul is, if I'm not mistaken, the older contemporary of Rav Avad Yosef. Uh, but in a collection called Kobets or Torah, uh, Rav Moshe Turjiman, I forgot the name, he writes as follows. He quotes Rabbi Tzian Abishol, and then, and this is what I mean by clarifying the reality. What seems to me, and after uh, profuse uh, uh, apologies, uh, that's not the Metzius, that's not the reality, rather it's different. Most of them, the brachas shahakol. People don't want, when you go to a falafel store, you don't want uh, uh, mizonos or satiation from the, from the, the grain in there. What they want is to taste the falafel, which is the taste of the chickpeas. They don't want to taste breadcrumbs. On the contrary, I think if you would go to a, a falafel store and you say, oh, nice breadcrumb taste, they'd get insulted. Uh, but somebody who, who does want the taste of the breadcrumbs or he wants to be satiated from the breadcrumbs within the, within the falafel balls, so obviously the bracha is going to be mizonos. You can't say that that person is, is considered irrelevant. Now we have a principle that when, when in general the populace does things one way or has one kind of intention or their, their, their minig is X, and then there's people who do things in, a, in, a, in an offbeat kind of a way, we don't have to take into account those those individuals when we're determining uh, what the principles are. Uh, uh, oh, so we say, now here we don't say, we ignore what the person is thinking. The whole point of the main and the secondary foods are, you know, this is a big principle in Brachot, when you, when you are determining uh, in a compound uh, food, something that's made of multiple ingredients. So you make a bracha over the main ingredient and that counts for, that's the bracha that you make. And the secondary ingredient is included in that. 
So we say, we don't say, we don't ignore a person's uh, particular intent. Rather, we say that we do go by the person's intent. If he wants the, the breadcrumbs in the falafel, because, because you know, he's, he's, he's hungry. He says, you know something, I'll, have, I'll order some falafel balls because I know they got a lot of breadcrumbs in them. So he has to make a mezonas and an alamechia. If he if there is such a large content of breadcrumbs, that's going to be hard to find, or it's going to hard to. Um, you'd, again, you'd have to you'd have to clarify it by uh, by uh, sneaking into the back where the where the fellow makes the falafel to see what the bread quality, quantity is there because I can't imagine a falafel store uh, say yeah yeah we put uh, we put you know kazai pikdei achilas pras yeah you can get um, uh, that uh, that amount of 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 bread and x amount of falafel balls within the within the four to nine minutes of kdei achilas pras. Otherwise, you make a boring of fashos. So this is an example of where the discussion of this issue is really about the reality as opposed to the principles. Everybody agrees that if the if the mizonos uh, within the 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 um, composite food is there for tam or for svia, for taste or for, for satiation, then you would say kol dagan, anything that has uh, uh, the grain within it. Uh, so you would make mizonos over it. The only question is uh, what in generally is going on by falafel? So that's the discussion uh, with regards to that. And, and it's, very, it's very possible that there were different time periods in, in, uh, in the falafel world here. Um, I would, I would like to find a way to get a, a real, uh, truthful report of what's going on in in falafel stores here, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm just curious how much uh, hummus flour is uh, is popular in making in making falafel as opposed to bread, uh, uh, wheat flour. Now, here's an example of one of the brachos charts that I got from uh, Rabbi Joel Cohn. And and you see all the different possibilities for uh, for falafel. Number one, hasui miyavkat hummus. If it's made from chickpea powder, shahakol borin fashot. If it's made with wheat flour for taste, imkemach achita letam mizonot, and and uh, and um, you would make alamichia. Imkemach hita shematratol the bake. But if you would just have uh, flour there, that's just to for to keep the shape or to stick things together, shakol and bornefoshos. Hasuyim michumos v'yesh chatichot nikarot v'zeh matzui. If it's from chickpeas and it's re- re- it's recognizable pieces. If you go to a normal falafel store or you really want to make a falafel at home the way it's supposed to be, so the, you're gonna you're gonna ground them slightly coarse, and they're gonna be like he said, the size of sesame seeds or bigger. And then you would make ha'adama and bornefoshos. Ha'asuyim michumos, michumos, ve'en chatichot nikarot, she'ha'kol and bornefoshot. 
Okay, now that last issue is not necessarily uh, uh, so obvious, and and that would demand uh, a, a much longer discussion. That is a subject of a of a um, of a large tshuva by Rav Avad Yosef about about whether when something is ground when a when when a fruit or vegetable is ground finely if it still retains its bracha. Just a moment. There was an issue. Right? We have two boxes of falafel mix, right? They don't contain wheat. Could this be an Israeli thing? Could be. Could be. Okay, very nice. And uh, there might be in the United States uh, more awareness of uh, of gluten free. Interesting. Um, now, uh, this. Now we travel to the Ashkenazi world. This is a. Uh, this is the Brochus book that I have at home. Uh, it's by a Rav Alexander Mandelbaum, and I see that he relies a lot on the on the uh, on the Piskei Halacha of Rav Shlomo Zalman and of uh, of Rav Yoshev. So he writes as follows: Falafel. Bederchla meurav b'ktitzot falafel kamut chashuva shel kamachita. So there's a uh, again this is very likely an Israeli thing. A, a good quantity of of uh, of wheat, of wheat flour. It changes the taste. However, now this is all that true. The same is true of what we said about about um, I believe gefilte fish, which is fish balls, where they do mix in breadcrumbs. Um, again, I don't know what everybody's recipe for gefilte fish is, but that's what he seems to be assuming. That the main thing is, is, is that it's called after the fish. The main uh, identity of this food is hummus, chickpeas, garbanzos, and the flour is there just to give it some taste. It's not the main thing. In other words, as opposed to the approach that we've been seeing until now, that when there's flour to give either taste or satiation, it it uh, it, it hijacks the food and becomes the the ikar. Uh, Rav Shlomo Zalman has this idea that, or the the author has, is working with the idea, uh, which I think is coming from Rav Shlomo Zalman, that we are interested in something. In something where the identity of the food is X, fish, hummus, etc., meat, and then there's some uh, flour mixed in, and the flour even might be there to add to the taste, but it is it is not part of the identity of the food. Then then you would you would still not consider that that flour the ikar the main food. And now he says something again that is different than what we've seen until now. Even though the, the hummus pieces are slightly recognizable, according to the, to the parameters that, that Rav Shlomo Zalman gave me, that's not considered nikar. Now he gives a second reason. It's better to make shehakol and not hadama. Let's say today shita tarashba. Now shekol shenitan latam birkatom azonot. There is the, the approach of the rashba that if there is 
if if the flour is there for taste, which is what the what uh, the other svarim we were we saw were working with, then you would make mizonot. And if you were to make hadama, so then you wouldn't be say because you would making you would be making hadama on something that is a that is a um, uh, that is a mizonos food. So you're better off, he says, making shahakol where you be say no matter what. If it's if it's a uh, uh, he holds that the that that uh, the the definition of of recognize <clears throat> excuse me recognizable won't include uh, uh, the size of the of the coarsely ground hummus that we have even then in the in the uh, high class falafel stores um, and uh, the the approach the novel approach that uh, what we're interested, even if there's flour mixed in, is what's the identity of the food? Is this fish, meat, hummus, uh, <clears throat> or or something else? So um, so now we've again the most the most uh, this this very well might be a divide uh, between some of the some of the Rabbanim uh, Abashol. And Ravavadia, um, who might not necessarily agree here, uh, but on the, all on the one hand, and on the other hand, uh, this this uh, this safer that is suggesting uh, suggesting that the best thing to make over falafel balls is shahakol, even if they have flour in it, and even if they're coarsely ground. Rav Bensian uh, Abashol says, coarsely ground hadama. Uh, provided that the flour is not there for uh, for taste or for satiation, um, and others others uh, others disagree simply on the mitzvahs. Okay, so that's this is a uh, uh, this is a a topic where which brings to the fore the importance of clarifying what's the reality of a food. Um, Gluten-free hummus, which will have no flour content. So there's two possibilities. It'll either be hadama or shahakol. And the reason to say hadama would be to say, even if something is ground, uh, if you see these little pieces, uh, even if they're the size of sesame seeds, you would still make a hadama. That's where Metzina Mashola says. You should check out what Ravavadi says. It could be Ravavadi would say to make Adama even if it's finely ground. Um, and uh, and the um, on the other hand, if it has uh, if it has uh, flour, so then you get into our whole discussion of of what's the purpose of the flour. The simple thing is that flour that is there just for for texture to make it stick. Um, is uh, is not going to to uh, to take over the food and 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 make the flour the ikar. Uh, it would be similar. A classic case would be putting some flour into soup in order to thicken the soup. It's just there for texture. It's not there for it's not there for taste. And so 
And so uh, it would not take over the food and you would not get that. Then again, the question is, then you would go to the, in your flow chart, you would go to, to, um, uh, to whether, whether the, um, uh, whether you make Hadam or Shahako. That's the, that's the story. So again, there are three viable possibilities of what to make over falafel balls. Uh, the most uh, radical uh, on the Mizono side is, is Rav, Rav Metzian Abashol that says stam falafel that you find in the 1950s, I don't know exactly when it was, uh, has enough flour content and, uh, and it's there for taste, it's there for, for satiation, and therefore you'd make on most falafel Mizonos. Uh, others say, no, 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 the flour is there just for 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 uh, helping it stick together. And then the question is whether you make hadama or shahako. There are those that would say it matters on whether it's coarsely ground or finely ground. And then there is an approach that says even if it's finely ground, you'd still make hadama. Um, and uh, and so so we're left with with three viable possibilities of of uh, of what to do on on falafel balls uh, again this has been just just sort of discussing how understanding the reality of the bracha shaila is very very uh, crucial um next week god willing in honor of of tubishvat i'd like to discuss uh the topic of of in brachos of of a beria which is which is one whole unit of food, like one peanut, I'm going to take one, one pomegranate seed. Let's say somebody doesn't really like pomegranates. Yeah, I mean, he's okay with pomegranates, but he's not really a pomegranate guy, but he wants to have pomegranates on, on uh, Tubishvat. So he takes one pomegranate seed. So that's what we'll discuss. Will you make, a, will you make an after bracha in such a situation? And there, uh, God willing, I hope to discuss more uh, from the perspective of the of the of the core sources and core principles, as opposed to to the reality. Okay, that is what I wanted to share with you today.